Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is air. A-I-R. Really? You bet your life! And here he is, the one, the only... That's me, Groucho Marx. With two thousand dollars for one of our couples tonight, Fenneman, who's place to try for? It? Well, a bachelor and a spinster, Groucho, selected by our studio audience just before we went on the air. Land sakes. Uh, their names are Ida Easley and Jack Wayne, and here they come now. Morning, here, folks. To meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, kid. And if Thanks. you say the secret word, you'll divide a hundred dollars in cash. It's the common word, something you always have with you. Uh, Ida Easley, eh? Ida Easley. Oh, that's an easy name to remember. <laughs> You're the Spencer, eh? I am. Let me see you spin. <laughs> Where are you from, Ida? I'm from Taylorville, Illinois. Where? Taylorville, Illinois. Taylorville? Did you have a, a job, Ida? I'm a matron with the Douglas Aircraft Company. <laughs> Of course you realize that half of that swag belongs to Mr. Yes, Wayne over here, huh? <laughs> I think he's more worried than I am, so well. I have a hold of it. <laughs> well, eventually he may be holding you and the $50, then. Eh? Well, Jack, uh, I will tell. Well, what do you, what do, you do, Jack? Oh, I run a streetcar. Uh, where are you from, uh, Jack? In heart of, born in the heart of Boston. Why did you leave the uh, bean town? Oh, my feet get itchy now in the room. You went to Rome, and how'd you like it there? <laughs> Where do you run your trolley? On the track. <laughs> Caught me napping, eh? <laughs> I suppose that's one of the little jokes you streetcar men use to amuse each other back in the car barn, is that it? That's an old joke. There it is. Well, it may interest you to know that while you're knocking each other out back in the car barn, the city's pulling up the tracks to make way for a bus line. <laughs> Jack, how come you're a bachelor? Is it because in your job you see too much of women? Oh, I see plenty of them. You do, huh? You could see a lot more of them if you step off your streetcar and watch them climb on. <laughs> I always get on last. They think it's politeness, but it isn't real. <laughs> Jack, if you found the right woman, would you be interested in matrimony? <laughs> oh, I guess I would. What would you consider the right woman? Oh, a housekeeper, a good housekeeper, a good cook. And I've got a ball game with me once in a while. You don't need one girl. What you need is a YWCA girl. <laughs> How old are you, Ida, if that isn't too... Uh, oh, I pleasant. think I'm about his age. <laughs> Frankly, you don't care how old he is, do you? Huh? Well, it's You're his age anyway, no matter how old he is. No, no. Are you a good cook, Ida? Well, I think I'm good. You like baseball? Oh, very much. You follow it uh, quite closely? Yes, I keep up the game. I see. Well, I'm an average fan, too. What do you think of Sugar Ray Robinson's chances this year? Huh? <laughs> you think he's going to break Ray Bruce's record? Oh, I think he has a very good chance. <laughs> 
but on the other hand, don't forget, he still has to be Gussie Moran. <laughs> I understand. Well, you can't blame a girl for trying, I always say. As a matter of fact, I never said that before in my life. I don't know why I lie this way. Would you, would you get married tonight if the right man came along and uh, knocked you off your feet? Oh, I think I would. Well, look out for Ding Dong Daddy, are you? <laughs> he can knock you off your feet and charge you 11 cents car fare at the same time. <laughs> well, you certainly make a nice couple. Just remember, none but the brave deserve the fare, Jack. Always remember that, huh? And you're just the one to collect it. Now, we're going to play You Bet Your Life for $2,000. <laughs> Now, let's see if you two will get a chance at the $2,000. Panaman, explain the rules. All right. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $2,000 question at the end of the show. You see, our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. All right. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected birds, animals, and people as your category. Now, here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? $10. $10. What animal do you associate with Jonah? The whale. The whale is right. Now, talk right up. And you both are on your way. You have $30. All right, you got $30. Remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight. Now, how much of the 30 will you try? Uh, 20 20 What animal do you associate with the Pied Piper? Oh, uh... <laughs> Take a look at Jack. Oh, they followed her up to see. The Piper. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. It's rats. You you, yeah. you were on the right track. How much do they got now? They now have $10, Groucho. Well, that's a shame. Mm, you don't that's have $10. That's a shame. We don't have $10. Right. Here's your third question. How much of the time would you try? $5. $5. Is that all right, Jack? Uh -huh. What animal do you associate with Daniel and the Bible? Um, lion. Lion. The lion is right. Huh? <laughs> all right, you got $15, and here's your last chance to be the other couple. How much of the 15 would you risk? Well, let's take ten. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. What animal do you associate with Lady Godiva? Oh, the horse. That's right, a horse. And wind up with a grand total of twenty-five dollars. Don't forget, you won how much? Twenty-five dollars. You won a hundred dollars. That's a hundred and twenty-five dollars. Thanks and good luck. Well, Groucho, our, our next couple has been in a waiting room off stage, so, of course, they don't know the secret word is air. True, true. Okay, fellas, you can bring them in now. We invited some lady barbers to the program tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Miss Maybell Taylor. Her partner is a married man, Mr. Thomas DeSilver. And here they are, folks. I'd like you to meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to your Bet Your Life, and if you say the secret word, you'll spend $100 between you. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Uh, Maybell Taylor, is that right? That's right. And, uh, Thomas DeSilva. You're a lady barber, Maybell? That's right. Where, where are you from, Mabel? Montana. Montana? Where about? Culbertson, Montana. And, uh, Thomas DeSilva, you're, you're a married man, huh? That's right. Is that your only claim to distinction, Thomas? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what sort of work do you do, Tommy? Retired police captain. Oh. How long, I'm glad I found that out. How long have you been married? Sixteen years. Do you remember how you met your wife, Yes, but it's a long story. Well, keep it down to 1,500 words, will you? I'll have to be in Pittsburgh a week from next Wednesday. Okay, go ahead. How'd you meet your wife? We went down to Wildwood, New Jersey. Got a couple of bathing suits and took her down to Wildwood, New Jersey. Put a bathing suit on and then I gave her the engagement ring. 
showed Cookie, aren't you? Huh? <laughs> it's all right. I've seen her in the bathing suit, and I started singing proposal to her. You sang a proposal? Yeah. Well, how did you sing a proposal to her? Let me call her sweetheart and gave her the engagement ring. Would you mind singing a no, new... Uh... Singing? Oh. Well, go ahead. <laughs> Let me call you sweetheart. I'm in love with you. Let me hear you whisper that you love me. She consented to marry you after that? Well, that's the first time I ever sang a chorus in five keys. <laughs> now, Mabel, are you married? No, I'm not. You're not married, huh? Would you get married to a man who sang like that to you? Oh, certainly. I never met a lady barber before. Aren't they pretty rare? Well, I'd say there's uh, possibly 15 of us in the city of Los Angeles. No, that's medium rare. Now, what made you decide? What made you decide to become a barber? Or a tonsorial artist, is that the... I uh, wanted to make money enough to see myself through nurses' training. And? I'm still barbering. <laughs> What's the difference between a lady barber and a man barber? Uh, there's several. There are several differences? There's several differences. Well, I'm relieved to hear that. You'd better clarify it, Mabel. There's a hymn in Idaho who may have forgotten. <laughs> Well, we have a lighter touch, and uh, we don't talk an ear off of you. What do you do? Just shave it off, huh? <laughs> I suppose you had a scrapbook where you keep all your clippings, Mabel. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Do any of your customers flight with you, Mabel? The male customers? Uh, well, they're not really serious with me. And how do you handle these Romeos? Oh, I... They like it. Well, how do you kid them? Do you tell them jokes? Yes, occasionally. Tell us a joke. Go ahead. Pretend, <laughs> pretend I'm sitting in your chair and you want me to forget how much all this is going to cost me. Now you go ahead and tell me a joke. Do you know the best way to save your hair? Yes, put it in a cigar box. That's an old joke. <laughs> do you know a way Tell to... me another joke, huh? Do you know a way to avoid falling hair? Yes, just step nimbly to one side, huh? <laughs> than the other joke. <laughs> you know any more jokes, uh, Mabel? No, I believe not. <laughs> Go on, admit it. I'm too fast for you, Mabel. So well, grass, your uh, hair is getting a little bit thin. Yeah, well, uh, grass doesn't grow on a busy street, uh, Mabel. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say that grass doesn't grow on a cement highway either. <laughs> Just how your customers feel. <laughs> My head is bloody but unbound. <laughs> well, all right, now we're going to play your bet your life, huh? Now, uh, we'll see how you two uh, make out in the battle for the $2,000. You've got to work together as a team and run your $20 in the more than our other couple. I can't tell you how much the other couple's won, but Fenneman's going to remind our listeners. The Bachelor and the Spinster won $25.
Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected nicknames of famous cities as your category. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? Tommy, wake up. Ten dollars. You're going to ignore Mabel, huh? <laughs> what city is known as the city of brotherly love? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. That's where Oh, they have $30. $30. Remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight. Now, how much of the 30 will you try? Go right up. Make it $20. All right. What city is known as the biggest little city in the world? Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada is right. Oh, you're supposed to read now. Now, $50. Make your question. Now, how much will you bet? $50. $50. What city is known as the Mile High City? Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado. You'll find as high as Denver, Colorado. Now, here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the hundred will you try? Make it all. The last question. Yes, here's the last question. Let it go. Let it go. You're going to shoot the works, then. Eh? What city is known as the Smoky City? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh is right. You can bring our next contestant. We invited to the show tonight some professional golfers and some singing teachers. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Lucia Liberet and Mr. Paul Runyon. And here they come. Folks, I'd like you to meet Roger Mark. Welcome to your Back to Life, folks. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Lucia Liberet, huh? You're a singing teacher. Sounds like a pretty good racket, uh, Lucia. Where are you from? Sing Sing? <laughs> I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, huh? Yes, you sing the St. Louis blues? <laughs> well, no, not quite. Paul Runyon, it's nice to see you again. I'm sure everyone is familiar with your name. What did you say your name was? Paul Runyon. Paul Runyon, huh? See there, even you're familiar with it, huh? <laughs> well, let's see. You won the Davis Cup, the Whiteman Cup, and the men's singles at Forest Hills, didn't you? Uh... <laughs> you may have a good memory, but those are tennis terms. Oh, wrong racket. What are some of your titles? <laughs> What are some of your titles, Paul? I was fortunate enough to win the uh, National Professional Golf Championship PGA. in 1934 and 1938. It's pretty good for a little fellow like that, huh? All famous golfers had nicknames before. What's yours? Little Poison. Little Poison, huh? They call me Big Schlemiel, huh? <laughs> why, why did they call you Little Poison, uh, Paul? Well, perhaps it's because I have been the thorn in the side of some heavier adversaries. Very well put, Paul. Huh? <laughs> and, uh, Lucia, you, uh, what kind of singing do you teach? Opera and classical and semi-classic. You mean they have to study to scream like that? Huh? <laughs> Tell me, Rigoletto, can you teach anyone to sing? I would say yes. Because I've never found anyone yet who could not learn if he had the correct technical work. You should have been out here about ten minutes ago. <laughs> You'd be licking your wounds now, Lucia. <laughs> All right, how would you teach me, Lucia? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Well, to begin with, uh, correct breathing. <laughs> Yes, uh, inhaling, inhaling. Uh, deeply, relaxation, so the air will keep coming. 
There you are. You pick that out, Lucia, and be sure Paul gets 50 of it, huh? Well, Cadenza, are all singers alike, or is there a difference between them? Oh, certainly. What kind of voices do singers have? Well, of course, to begin with, our first classification is there are women's voices and men's voices. Well, uh, well I didn't know that. I must tell this to this uh, Suppose I wanted to get up a lady quartet. Could I find one who sings bass? No. The contralto is as low as a lady goes. You are not. We haven't been out with the same kind of lady. <laughs> now, Paul, let's talk about golf. How long do you have to be a pro before you can become an amateur? Oh, no, my mistake. That's tennis. I was thinking of... What is your favorite club? The Annandale Golf Club of Pasadena. What's your best score for 18 holes? On a regulation 18-hole championship course, 61 at the Forest Hill Field Club in Bloomfield, New Jersey. How about, uh, what does the average golfer go around with? I think 95 to 100. How about the girls? Don't some of the girls do better than that? Oh, good many of the girls go around and a great deal less. club open up in the morning. I remember the first time I played golf, I went around in 75. I didn't play at all in 76. I was busy at Valley Shore. How can I improve my score? I shoot around 94. That's the cheating. I think I'd advise you to take a few lessons from a confident instructor, do I've a little practicing, I've and a little lessons. playing. I've taken lessons. It's hopeless. Well, how could I learn to win without playing well? You might, uh, you might resort to a little pencil pushing, or you might have a hole in your pocket, or you might have a handy toe in the rough, or you might use a hand mashing more frequently. How is it you know so much about those things? Tell me about that pencil pushing again, huh? First of all, you have to forget to count over five. On any hole? Any hole. What about the uh, 540 at Hillcrest? Well, I think you could still forget to count over five on I do, but you know where I am? I'm in the first sand trap leading the tee. <laughs> I met 11 Arabs the last time I played. You must have had a number of exciting moments as a professional golfer. Can you tell us about one of them, Paul? Well, as a tournament player, I've had many exciting experiences. Perhaps the most exciting is during the playing of the international four-ball matches in Miami, Florida, I was partnered by Horton Smith in this best ball event. And on arriving at the fourth tee, I dropped a high five-iron shot right on the top of a head of a gentleman sitting on a camp stool behind the... Green. He had just reached up to take his hat off to polish his head with his handkerchief when the ball lit on the top of his head and he dropped off of his seat like he'd been shot with a Winchester rifle. <laughs> but on the next year, Horton and I incidentally won the first international four-ball championship and we were paired again as partners. 
The next year, arriving at the ninth green with two or 3,000 people down the left side of the ferry, hit, Smith hit a booming hook down the left side. Down goes a man. Who is it? Our friend of the camp. <laughs> The publicity on the international four-ball matches the next year says that Dr. Johnson is in Miami to watch his perennial favorites, Runyon and Smith, in the international four-ball matches, but he'll gallery in an armored suit. You beat the other two couples, and you get a chance at the $2,000 question. You know, I can't tell you how much the other couples won, but Phantom and Bob says remind our listeners. The Lady Barber and the Married Man are ahead with $200. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected women athletes as your category. Now, here's your first question. How much will you bet? $10. $10. $10. In what sport is Gussie Moran famous? Tennis. Tennis is right, huh? Remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight. Now, how much of your $30 will you bet on your second question? $20. $20. In what sport is Florence Chadwick famous? It's a tough one. Take a step. No, I'm sorry. It's swimming. She broke Gertrude Edley's record for the channel. They now have $10. They now have $10, he said in a low, funereal voice, huh? Here's your third question. (laughs) How much of the 10 are you going to go for? Nine. No. Well, you're going to hang on the edge, huh, Paul? In what sport is Patty Blake famous? No. Golf is right, huh? Well, on the way again, now $19. All right, you got here's your last chance to be the other couple. How much of the 19? The work. You're going to shoot the work. All right. In what sport is Barbara Ann Scott famous? Ice skating. Ice skating is correct. Of $38. And that means the lady barber and the married man with $200 get the chance of the $2,000 question. And here's the lady barber and the married man all set for the $2,000 question. Good luck to you. Here we go uh, for $2,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. So think carefully, and please no help from the audience. Here it is. The longest battle of our Civil War was the Seven Days Battle. What city was the objective of this great struggle? Richmond? Richmond is right. So you win $2,000. What are you going to do with all that money? Help his brother-in-law. You're going to help your brother-in-law? Why? Ill. Oh, he's ill. Well, that's a fine way to spend it. And you, Mabel? I'm going to come to the cancer fund. Come to the cancer fund. Well, those are worthy objectives. Let's see. You won $2,000 plus $100 in the... How much are they going to get? $200 in the quiz. $200 in the quiz and $2,000 cash and the secret word? I don't think this couple of Well, you won $2,200, $2,200. Congratulations and thanks to both of you. You bet your life with the John Goodell production, transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie.